0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Bell babies, we are approaching a new year. And with every year that passes, I can't help but think about my youth. Thinking about being a kid. You know, when I was a kid, I, uh, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I loved bad food. I loved sugary cereal. Um, pretty much every waking minute I spent was trying to scheme or angle to getting myself access to, to bad food. I didn't realize it was bad for me at the time. I just thought that you know it was just some weird, you know, enforced rules by grown-ups that were that were trying to cut into my joy. And so I'd think, like, why can't I just have sugary garbage cereal for breakfast every morning? And I thought, you know what? When I'm an adult, when I'm a grown-up, when I have my own cash, I'm going to buy whatever cereal I want and eat it whenever I want. No special occasions. No, oh, you, you, know, you did all your chores for a year straight. You can have one weekend where you have crappy cereal. No, I would get it every day, day in, day out. Well, guess what? I am an adult now. I do have my own money bud. I, I, I can't eat that cereal. I don't want, I, I cannot get away with it. My metabolism will not allow it. It is not, it doesn't work, you know, in, in good tandem with my goals and how I want my body to look and how I want to feel and how I want my overall health to be. So, you know, in an effort to try to, you know, stay healthy, I'm always on the lookout for something that will, um, you know, that'll scratch that, Taste, itch to combine uh, a lot of different analogies, but then also you know benefit, you know benefit me from a health standpoint. And I found it with a Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon is just like what it says; it's magic. It is a, a cereal that has zero sugar, eleven grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. How is this possible? You ask. Well, they got good ingredients. They, uh, they got in the lab and they figured out what it takes to make, you know, tasty cereal that's actually healthy and good for you. Uh, a lot of different flavors. You know, you guys have heard me go on and on about blueberry. I'm a blueberry – I'm a Magic Spoon blueberry fanatic, a lot of people would say. Um, and, uh, you know, with our deal, with the Dumbbells deal, uh, you, you get free shipping on a variety pack. And a lot of you have been asking um, – can they you know, make their own, their very own custom variety box? Uh, well, the answer is yes. Now you can. Magic Spoon is allowing you to make your very own custom variety box. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, like I mentioned, the classic flavors. Plus, there's some brand new flavors, dudes. We got peanut butter and we got cinnamon. Um, doesn't get much better than that, guys. I'm licking my lips thinking about this cinnamon. I got to try that cinnamon. Uh, look, the cereal is amazing. It's honestly too good to be true. It's keto friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, carbon GMO free, uh, anything you want to avoid. It's helping you to avoid that. And, uh, yeah, I, I I want you guys to try it out. If you haven't tried it yet, you got to do it. Um, if you're a repeat buyer, you know, use our uh, use our promo code and save on the shipping. What you got to do is you got to go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to get free shipping. And guess what, guys? Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's MagicSpoon.com/slash dumbbells, and use the promo code Dumbbells for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. This is the Dumbbells Personal Fitness Podcast, where me, just Ryan Stanger, Eugene Cordero is out, Aaron McGowan is out. Uh, I'm going to answer questions with a special guest. Uh, and talk about fitness um but remember this is solely based on my own working experience a little bit of bro science also my guests own working experience a little bit of bro science uh we're not doctors never claim to be just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours and the help could start right now ladies and gentlemen happy new year this is going to be a a new year's eve-ish episode i believe coming out december 30th so that's super exciting We'll give you guys a couple of different countdowns during this podcast uh, so that if you're listening to it on New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve proper, you can uh, enjoy a countdown experience. It also themes the episode as a New Year's episode um, without doing much work on our end, uh, just having a couple countdowns in there. My guest today, I'm going to introduce her without further ado, wonderful person, wonderful friend of mine, fitness enthusiast, an athlete a worker outer um constantly thinking about it doing it thinking about nutrition uh somebody i talked about with nutrition very early on in our relationship uh as friends um which i don't didn't often talk to people about nutrition a lot early on in friendship but with this person i certainly did she's a friend of the podcast she's been on multiple times tony Charlene, tony how the hell are you
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, you know all the accoutrements of just surviving all of that good stuff. I'm doing all right.
0: We're really uh, we're really official we're doing radio voices. It's very official. We had a normal conversation minutes before this started, where we spoke in normal tones.
1: I highly but th- disagree.
0: <laughs> but then once I hit the record button, we both came alive.
1: Do I have a radio voice?
0: a little bit uh and it might have been what I was you have a great you have a great voice for radio um oh. and uh vo uh that's for people not in the business that sounds for vadi odor uh,
1: <laughs> i got a lot of body odor
0: Vody odor uh that's uh voiceover, but i feel like i might have like like harangued us into it a little bit because i was uh going real sing-songy with my intro and your intro mm. and and i, I i've noticed as I've been doing more and more podcasts recently, and maybe over Zoom or something, and like just the the drop off in communication that happens with Zoom, I feel like it's harder for me to like get into the episode and get out of it. Like I'm just talking a lot. Like it's hard for me to land the plane when the <laughs> when the episode's over. <laughs> and then I like, I'll, I, I'll go tell ahead. you
1: what you have a real problem with taking off
0: too <laughs> <laughs> no, no question about it. Jesus Christ! I just gotta relax. I I don't know. I just gotta relax. I gotta relax.
1: Uh, people like you, and you're great. Uh,
0: yeah, thank you. That's what I needed. Uh, I'm all juiced up. What is your shirt? I'm looking at Tony's shirt. It looks like it says Veef.
1: Um. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it. Uh, I'm not sorry. It says Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, Veef. Uh, um. It looks like it, but it it doesn't. I also did a ha- side hide self-view so i don't know the full image you're getting but um is uh is making me sweaty
0: yeah fair enough yeah. uh what like i thought maybe it was some kind of thing for uh like an alternative meat beef
1: <laughs> no, no?
0: <laughs> could be something like that you right? into
1: beef <laughs> uh th- this will lead us a little bit into uh uh, uh fitness but a lot of uh drew um my boyfriend my partner my lover my friend uh he goes to a lot of concerts and he will buy um a lot of their like swag and that their merch yeah their merch and that um just goes to me and those are generally all my workout clothes or just like hanging out clothes <laughs> i love
0: it just, like
1: <laughs> he wants to like aggressively support the artist and also is just like i will uh uh support this but it's like odd fitting sometimes or yeah. it's like i <laughs> this is a an- great another gym shirt
0: the thickness on those it's like jesus what is this fucking made out of burlap it's incredible <laughs> like it's like a hanes beefy tea um which is, is a real thing beefy oh i know
1: tea. i got um f- uh for these winter months although the, nothing's really happening i looked for uh boys husky uh uh um, sweatpants, <laughs> <laughs> any luck, uh, found some, uh, was an odd fit. Didn't work out.
0: Yeah. Tricky, yeah. tricky, uh, tricky trying to find the right sweatpant. pant. Uh, Cause you know, a lot of stuff now is joggers, which I'm fine with. Uh, but I also just like a good old fashioned gathered at the bottom sweatpant. elastic yeah. gathered at the bottom.
1: 100% like a, to it, find, that's find. exactly what I want. It's just like the old, I, I feel like they're that You could get them at like target or Walmart or like growing up would be right. like, great. Like <laughs> I'll take 12 of these and like every color and like run around.
0: <laughs> yeah. Run around any color represented, whatever mood you're in, you're covered there. Uh, I, I was going to say about concert tees. I do love a concert tea. Um, and I remember the few concerts I've ever been to, especially in my youth, I'd always want to buy them, but they mm-hmm. were cost prohibitive at the time.
1: It's crazy. It'd be like
0: 80 bucks. You'd be like, Absolutely. I want the MC Hammer, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him Tour uh, t-shirt. I've got to have the
1: tour on the back. I've got to yeah. have the tour on the back. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's a million bucks. It's so much. And it's like, I don't know, but the concerts, I will say that the concerts that, Uh, they're more, uh, of, they're like 10 bucks. bucks. Well, well, I was going
0: to say like, as an adult, that's something I would do. If I went to a concert and I wanted the fucking t-shirt, I would just get it like uh, now, you know, yeah. as a kid, I was boxed out by my cheap parents, but now as an adult, I would fucking get the goddamn thing. Uh, well, Tony, I, uh, I put it out on, uh, Instagram that we were going to be answering some questions. Some folks wrote in, um, I uh, figured we'd answer a question out the gates just to kind of get things going. I know you've got some questions. Mm -hmm. Very excited to hear those as is everybody else. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I, I doctored up this thing. It just says, it's like a little dumbbells screen on Instagram. And then it just says questions (laughs) (laughs) and I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, Okay. Here's an interesting thing here. This is coming to us from Jimmy, Kehoe, 42069. It's his Instagram handle. Uh, what is a weird thing about your body that has led you to learn more about it? For example, uh, uh, for example, I have an overproduction of earwax, so I have to have so I have to wash my ear canals out every six months or so. and as a result, I know more than the average person about ear canals and eardrums. The chunks of wax that come out are about the peanut size in case you are wondering. That's what he's saying about his chunks of wax that come out of his ear. Uh, nice. Jimmy, thanks for sharing. I, I have a similar overactive uh, ear situation and it's very weird. And like the first time it happened to me, I just slowly stopped being able to hear. I didn't know what was going on because you can't see it. It's happening deep inside there. And then so, you know, like I'd be, you know, my wife and kid, and especially like people with a higher pitch of voice. You just couldn't hear. So eventually I just started tuning them out. And like I would just, I would just kind of answer, like, yeah, you know, you can kind of just start to guess what people are saying based on their tone a little bit. And then at a certain point, my wife was like, you got to fucking figure out what's going on here and get your hearing test because this is ridiculous. And so I thought, well, maybe I just lost my hearing. So I remember reading stuff about if you ever listen to headphones, your your hearing is ruined forever. (laughs) There's like a bunch of stories about that, like, do not listen to hear. Earphones and like I was like a crazy like I would listen to a disc man uh, as high like I would buy a disc man based on how la- fucking loud I could get that some bitch right in my ears. So I thought that I had just lost my hearing, and then I went to a ENT doctor, and the guy like blasted this stuff in my ear, and like a big plug of wax does come out of your ears, and it is disgusting and satisfying.
1: I, oh, I bet that's so satisfying. Uh, I, I, this like ignites so many things. One, my mom is, was, I will, I applaud her. Like, she was so protective of our ears. We, we like wore earplugs at the movie theater. Like, we would, like, I have insanely great hearing. Like, great. uh, uh, Because of it. Like, all sometimes, wear earplugs just around the house because i i just get like it's it's like sensory overload a little bit um and then like i did swimming uh for a long time still do and do the little hydrogen peroxide and alcohol in the ear to kind of flush it out and that is like and i use q-tips which like weigh in this isn't good right q-tips are bad
0: I you hear that I don't know I think and I I question is it because of um because of accidents that can happen with them oh, yeah. or because of what they cause long term because I have a friend of mine did jam and like a q-tip in his oh. ear on accident and it was fucking bad it punctured his eardrum
1: yeah oh. he was doing
0: his like morning routine and put it in there and forgot that it was in there and Ooh. I and somehow like did something you oh. know
1: Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was probably loud on everyone's ears. I'm so sorry. I just, I felt it. I'm so sorry, everyone. It was kind
0: of good. Like that, whatever pain that that sound that Tony made caused you (laughs) is probably kind of like what my buddy experienced with his getting his eardrum punctured by that fucking Q-tip. So I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe we have an ENT doc that's listening that can let us know the dangers of Q-tip use. I do like you having super sensitive hearing like daredevil though. Do you have to sleep in a uh, sensory deprivation tank?
1: Uh, no. I, but I will be like
0: the sincere. I, no, no,
1: no. Uh, actually, no. Uh, um, no. Uh, but I will like from a across our like house. We'll just be like, who's getting off the couch. <laughs> like it, it, it's like pretty like. But I also sleep with a a fan on and a uh, uh, air purifier to like, it it just like lulls me. And so I'm not like up every second because I hear, I feel like I. You got to get a
0: little white noise going to kind of drown out your supersonic hearing.
1: Yeah. Although sometimes I'll just be like, maybe it's because I get high or am drinking and i'm just like oh i didn't hear (laughs) the
0: senses are numbed um, (laughs) uh because of the uh the drugs uh what about you as far as body stuff anything anything weird going on with your body that got you interested in something
1: (laughs) i'm sure there's many weird things going on with my body uh that i should probably look at not that i can think of uh which is such a boring answer but but i think
0: it's riveting um not that I can think of. Great, uh, and also I'm sure there's tons of weird stuff, but not listing any. Um, for me, I guess I've talked about on the show that I have an autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, um, or some some autoimmune disease that that presents the most like rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of got me interested in you know microbiome and gut health and uh, doing deep dives on. Uh, foods, inflammatory foods. Um, and then, you know, trying to look at it from like a diet standpoint. And so that, and that, I think that made me shift a little bit more because before I would just always kind of eat or exercise to watch my weight and hadn't been thinking about longevity or health span and lifespan. But once I started thinking about it for, you know, like, Oh, I wonder what I'm doing food wise, how that can improve my rheumatoid arthritis or my response there, that kind of started getting me thinking about more. ooh, I wonder how good I can feel with you know what I'm eating or what I'm doing with exercise. And that's it's popular now, so that doesn't sound like it's that hot of a take. Like everybody's saying, like, oh, you know, I'm fucking, you know my my kids are into longevity. You know my <laughs> my nine year olds into fucking you know sulfurofane. But I'm talking about ten years ago. I was on the vanguard of wanting to live longer.
1: <laughs> nice. Sick, dude. <laughs> dude, I was
0: the first, dude. Nobody wanted <laughs> to live long until I started fucking researching that, you dummies. Um, and,
1: and highly inflammatory foods are inflammatory. Is that right?
0: <laughs> I think so. It felt weird saying it. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, like dairy would be one.
0: Yeah. So foods that cause inflammation. But here's the rub on all that stuff it's, it's kind of, um, user dependent, you know? So you could, you could, they, they think by rule of thumb, usually this does cause some kind of, uh, you know, histamine response. You know, people are are often allergic to these types of foods. Mm -hmm. So you probably are getting some kind of inflammatory response. If that's the right word, I feel like it's, I'm talking about language or something. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Any English teachers out there? Uh, let us know. Get together with that ENT let us know about q-tips let us know about grammar and language and vocab um but uh oh so yeah so i think you know what i did was an elimination diet where i just kind of eliminated everything and then slowly would add stuff back in and just see how i did with it and i've probably i've relaxed a lot on that um and maybe probably be good for me to kind of re-audit all that stuff again and just see because stuff can change like you could have a response to something. And then over time develop more or less, you know, you hear about it all the time where kids will just spontaneously be done with their nut allergy when they hit like a certain age or people will spontaneously uh, develop an allergy, just like out of nowhere can't have shellfish anymore. Um, Yeah. So, and I realize that this is, this is operating on a different level um, than, you know, what I might be experiencing long-term inflammation wise from that kind of food. But, that's, that's just giving you guys the broad strokes of what I did. I did this elimination diet, slowly added stuff back in. And there were, you know, some things that I have a problem with that other people don't and vice versa. And so dairy, yeah. I did cut out dairy. I don't know how much dairy was, was Part affecting me. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I cut out weed and gluten and all the, all the usual suspects.
1: Weed? Like weed?
0: No, wheat oh
1: (laughs) not weed what
0: are you crazy tony almost turned the zoom off when uh ended the record
1: (laughs) i was like i didn't know you were into it and also are you eating it (laughs) uh
0: i i don't i haven't had anything in a while i haven't partaken in the green in a while is that what (laughs) what's
1: up man (laughs) what's up why not
0: bingo uh, just um, I don't know. I just haven't, it just hasn't ever made sense. It's also kind of like lost the mystique a little bit now that it's all you can get it everywhere.
1: It's. I was just smoking the other day, and I was like, oh man, if 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 little Tony could know, like, you go to a store and you get a case of joints, <laughs> and yeah. just like making it made trash and recycling day the best. I was just <laughs> breaking down boxes. <laughs> crushing cans
0: what do you do you the
1: hell out of my house
0: you just like wolf joints down or do you eat I it fucking
1: wolf joints down <laughs> eat joints smoke edibles <laughs> uh i'll have like a an edible sometimes and then like i have been into joints which is like i think i'm just bored and playing around yeah uh but it's like oh do i want to get real high right now yeah <laughs> like and joints uh, do
0: that right and edibles take a little time to kind of kick in yeah
1: it takes a little time and it's like oh if in 45 minutes like sort of want to uh want to do that but yeah it's uh um yeah if i'm like again i think it's like chore chore related or if it's like oh i'm gonna go on a walk like i'm gonna get a little boom boom you know what i mean
0: get a little wolfy
1: get a little wolfy
0: Wolfie um yeah joints i I'm trying to think of the last time I got really stoned, uh, I can't even remember really? it's been, been a couple of years, probably, a I like doing a s- couple yeah. of years I mean, I like doing the edibles and all that stuff it's a long it's you, you're, you gotta hang in there a long time with that stuff, though, you know it's not like you can get the feeling and then move on you know? yeah
1: you it, it's gotta be dead. Yeah. Dedicated or, and I, I mean, we have different lives.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true.
1: You're more responsible.
0: (laughs) We, uh, we went to a, uh, friend's bachelor party. Oh, Tony wasn't there for this.
1: Yeah.
0: And I went to that and I did some edibles and saw the Penn and Teller magic show.
1: Oh, you had to leave, right?
0: No, we, we, I stayed, but it was so fucking funny. Like I was, I thought I was going to have to leave because they, the whole, so if you guys don't know Penn and Teller, they're a magic dude. You'd probably recognize them if you saw them. Um, and the whole joke of their, or like the kind of, I don't know, hook of their act is that, uh, Penn, the, the tall guy, he's like a big ponytail, tall guy. Maybe he has short hair. Now he's the only one that talks and Teller doesn't speak at all. He's completely silent during the whole act, but he's real expressive with his face. And they're like a two hander magic act, and they do kind of gross out stuff. And it's a Vegas show. We're at Vegas for seeing this show, and uh, you have a couple of edibles. Boom, bing, and the the show is going on. That it's not canceled, but Penn comes out and says in, in like real, like hoarse kind of whisper that he's lost his voice, and that I mean the one guy that talks in the fucking show lost his voice, but he's like, we're gonna plow through, we're gonna do the show and i may lose it but it'll come you know i can kind of you know coax it back into it and so and he's very verbose like that's his whole thing is like he's really loud and talks a lot and he's talking you through everything and it's it's a crucial part of their act it is an illusion based act but you do need this big motherfucker talking the whole time and so he would start i can't do it but he would say stuff like it would sound almost normal and then he would just completely lose it and then he would in order to kind of get it back, he would have to start kind of just making squealing noises, like high-pitched kind of sounds. So he'd be like, and now we're gonna put somebody inside the phone booth. phone booth. Phone booth. Phone booth. Hang with me. I'll get it. I'll get it. Phone booth. Back in the phone booth. And then he would kind of get it back out. But he And that happened so many fucking times and like I was laughing so hard. Like I was, I thought I was going to fucking die. It was so fucking funny. And I was just praying. I was like, please let this happen again. And then sure enough. <laughs> and like, he sounded like such a Muppet. It was the fucking funniest thing. I'm not, I'm not even coming close to doing it justice. It's, oh. it's an unimaginable sound. And I just, oh man, it just tickled my phony, my funny bones so much.
1: <laughs> oh, was I'm so... so bummed to have missed that. Also, I love at the beginning of this, you're like, we got to get into fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Continue explaining who Pitt and Teller are.
0: Well, uh, funny that you mentioned that, Tony. <laughs> Let me ask the next question on the list. This is a fitness-related question. Uh, what's Stangerbot's favorite Christmas carol, and what about Stanger Gorgon?
1: Ooh, are- Stangerbot. Stanger Gorgon. Are-
0: those are characters I do on another podcast. Both the answer to oh, both.
1: I've had I've been able to see both of these.
0: All right. The answer to both is uh Oh Christmas tree. Uh just to answer that. Um okay. Do you think uh lots of this comes to us from John Bukawicks. Bukawicks. I think that's right. Bukawit wicks. I want to say wits with a TZ, but it's a CZ. Uh, do you think lots of walking, counting Fitbit steps, averaging 11,000 steps per day, in addition to strength training four days a week, is adequate, or do you recommend adding in more cardio?
1: It depends on your goals.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like where uh, you're heading with that.
1: Who, and I, I think, yeah, because, yeah, I think it depends on, uh, I feel like, oh, I guess I'm not answering that other than like, oh, that sounds great. Do you feel... Uh, do you have a goal of losing weight? Do you have a goal of maintaining? Like, does this feel like a good exercise for you? Have you been doing this a long time? If you've been doing it a long time, maybe add a little bit uh, more to it.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. It's I, goal specific. Absolutely. If you're happy with what, how you look and how you feel, I would say more than adequate. John Burkewicks, not wits. Um, if, if you're not, then you need to, you know, figure something out. I, I'm wondering if he's asking like for kind of heart health, um, mm. if there's some kind of like, you know, maintaining good overall, you know, cardiovascular health. Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids stuffing them in his dad's pocket. So his yeah. Dad, so his dad those, survives.
1: Those commercials. How? Oh my gosh! I get your heartstrings.
0: They're cute. Didn't they do? Didn't they do? Um, uh like a same sex commercial too like they had they had a couple that was same sex. I feel like they they might have been the first to do something like that. I don't know. Which is like so fucking stupid that that's rare or that somebody would have to you But
1: know, you're you're 100% right.
0: Yeah. I feel like I feel like Cheerios might have done something like that. Maybe not. Uh don't start celebrating them before we know. They could be evil some in some way. Did you like the honey nut Cheerios when you were a kid with the little bee on it?
1: Yeah. Also the bee seems gay. I mean, not to, to put, but as far as like, it seems like there's a, like a, a fun sort of Easter egg in that, uh, yeah. but to answer your question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. if you, if you are a bee, you kind of have to be gay. I mean, unless one bee is yeah. kind of getting with the queen and then all the worker bees, are they in drones? I don't know. I, I mean, what, who's male and female in the bee colonies? Is it the queen? The only female? Or like drones and workers both gendered?
1: I don't know. Because
0: you figure there's like, there's certain bees that are able to fuck the queen, um, but not all of them get to. And if those guys, you know, if they want to have any kind of sexual life, they have to, you know, fuck each other and fuck who they love. (laughs) So there's got to be some, you know, some same sex stuff happening in bee colonies. I'm thinking.
1: Oh, I think in any uh, animal insect world
0: yeah sp- sp- a lot with bees though <laughs> a
1: lot with bees
0: so i'm just saying that you know based on that you know premise yeah. i think there's a good chance that the honey nut bee is is gay
1: yeah
0: just numbers it's,
1: it's just numbers it's just, it's just numbers science.
0: game. <laughs> um does that answer your question john <laughs> So I would say, uh, you know, a good way to test your your cardiovascular health your cardiovascular health is to get your uh, get your resting heart rate. Find out what your resting heart rate is. If you if you use a Fitbit, um, it'll have it on there for you. You can get a good kind of average of that. You look at your days of the week, and you know you're, you'll f- be able to figure out right right around where you stay. And then do some kind of vigorous activity for thirty seconds or a minute, and then see how long it takes you to recover. And, uh, you know, ideally you should be settling back to normal in a a reasonable amount of time. If you're not, if your heart rate stays elevated, then you might need to, you know, up your, your cardiovascular level of fitness because, uh, that heart's working harder than it should. And you can exercise it like a muscle.
1: If you, if you don't have a Fitbit, is there a way to test that? I know there's apps, but but do you have to have a heart rate monitor or? or no, can you can do. You can just take your the, pulse. Like-
0: yeah, so you can take it like on your carotid artery or at your wrist. Uh, you know, just make sure that you're. You can do like look up uh, on YouTube how to test your pulse because uh, it's best if you use your index finger and your middle finger, not your thumb, because your thumb uh, can interfere. Well, actually, you know what? You could use your thumb. I think you get a little bit of your own pulse in your thumb, and you also don't want to choke yourself you know you know what the reason I said not your thumb is because when you're testing somebody else's pulse you don't want to use involve your thumb at all because your own pulse could interfere with uh with your the reading you get. Did you know that I was an EMT?
1: I did not. My parents yeah. met at EMT school.
0: Did they really? Mhm. Wow, that's cool. Did, was your dad like a or your mom a firefighter or anything or
1: uh, my mom is an uh, an RN, and then my dad. One of his many things was he was an EMT <laughs> briefly. But oh, cool. my mom worked in like really like um, uh, unsafe sort of high crime uh, areas as an EMT.
0: As an e- wow, okay, so was going to a lot of like GSWs. What is that? The gunshot wounds and TCS. Oh,
1: a lot of ones where they're like, you stay in here and we'll
0: scary stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Like, and perhaps this says more about me than anything, but like, sometimes I hear stories of my parents and I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) like You, (laughs) huh? (laughs) I guess you were a full person before me, but
0: (laughs) yeah, they lived full lives. It's weird. If you're, if you're kind of, if you're in show business and pursuing that, you do a lot of the same thing for years and years. And don't you're kind of yeah. like you come to LA and you hover in LA for like a long time. Whereas, you know, if you're not doing that, then you maybe try a lot of different jobs and you're more open to moving around and trying things.
1: Yeah. I didn't know you were an EMT. Yeah.
0: So I, when I got done with college, I was going to, jo- uh, wanted to like get, become a firefighter. And so I went to, um, and basically now, And at the time it was changing, but, uh, their first responders. So everything was, you had to be paramedic certified. So you had to be certified as a paramedic. And the first step obviously is getting that EMT certification. So I went to like, I did like, uh, the fire science programs at El Camino community, El Camino, El Camino community college, I was flubbing up at the beginning and then I like settled into a groove, uh, just talking about podcast overall. And then now I'm f- flubbing around again. But, um, so I was doing the fire science and you know, you have to take like your biddle test and all that, like where you do the, your the, biddle f- test. Yeah. That's like where you do all the physical stuff to see if you can do oh, be a firefighter.
1: I, w- I've wanted to do this so bad. You know how they have them year- yearly or yeah. like the, the charity competition. I've wanted to do it so bad. You'd be Sorry. great at it. Please continue. Oh, I want to
0: do it. You'd be great at it. So yeah, I did all that. And then, uh, and they were like, look, it's really competitive. So you just, the best thing you can do is, uh, just keep applying and, and get your paramedic certification. So I did all the EMT stuff, got EMT certified. You have to get like a certain amount of hours in an ambulance and in an emergency room. I did all that. That was really fun and interesting. I liked it a lot. And then, um, I went to, uh, I I applied a couple different places and then Torrance, I made it pretty far. Like I made it to like the second or third interview and they're like, look, we, uh, we can't take you on for probation. Now you have to, you basically just have to get your paramedic cert. And so that, so I was going to do that, but you have to work as an EMT for hours and hours. Like you have to get, I don't know, like a crazy amount of hours, and so, uh, and like the, you just don't make a ton of money as an EMT. Yeah. You make more money as a paramedic, obviously. And so I just couldn't like make my rent and do the, you know, work as like an EMT. And I don't know. It just wasn't, it just didn't seem like it wasn't. I was like, man, it's, <laughs> this is, this is tough to get into. And so all due respect to, uh, you know, the men and women that are Isn't doing Isn't that, that job. also
1: like fucked that it's like you don't get paid a lot for like doing these pretty, like, generally amazing things.
0: <laughs> it is, it is, you know, the, the, the paramedics do a lot of the, the more, uh, I don't know, skill specific things in that, you know, like if you're, if you're working as an EMT, if you're just EMT, you do a lot of like patient transport. So mm-hmm. you're just, you're just transporting a patient from one facility to another. You can, you know, and you are trained oh. to handle some emergency stuff, but yeah, and, and to answer your question, it is fucked up. They should be making
1: <laughs> more money. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. <laughs> what do, do you have any ER, EMT stories? Any like?
0: Oh, I mean, you know, some car accidents, some some gunshot stuff. Um, I remember like this, we like had this like a uh, 12-year-old kid who was horribly sick, like horribly sick, 12 years old, and just like could not stop throwing up. And like uh, you know, he had lost so many so much fluids that they were worried that he was uh, you know, in danger of being, you know, too dehydrated to where it's starting to get scary. And like, so we had him in the back of the ambulance or just trying to comfort him and he couldn't stop throwing up and he just kept farting like the whole time, just like
1: throwing Uh, I'm sadly in there.
0: (laughs) The craziest, loudest farts ever, and you're just trying to be like all serious and shit, like, hey, everything's gonna be fine. (laughs) <laughs> like like cr- like cartoonish like if you heard it in a movie you think like that's fake come on nobody farts out loud right ever. Oh. um but uh yeah but you know unfortunately that's his all body remember. is
1: just like yeah like is that oh just i a
0: major freak out i don't know what the medical phenomenon was maybe that was just how he was i you know i don't know yeah but, um,
1: <laughs> were they smelly i don't it, know why I i'm entertaining this for them.
0: It's a great question, Tony. Um, I can't remember. I just remember what jumped out to me. I'd probably remember the smell if that was a factor. Right. What, yeah. What jumped out to me was the volume <laughs> was just incredibly loud and like the duration, like long and loud and just think, wow, how is this fucking biologically possible? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the most exciting.
1: Oh, poor buddy. Did <laughs> you laugh?
0: Uh Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no! I didn't laugh in the guy's face. He was so fucking out of it. He couldn't tell anyway, but like, I had to like, just like pretend like I was doing something. And then I'm sure my shoulders were shaking, you know, it was so, it was so funny. I mean, it was incredibly funny. Once I knew the guy was okay. He's going to be okay. We got, got some fluids on board. He's going to oh be okay. <laughs> it was just stunning. Just trying to figure out what was, how this was possible. And I saw some pretty good, you know, people getting sewn up. Um, mm. I saw like a guy, Oh, we picked up this guy who, uh, was on a construction site and had fallen and a Oof. piece of rebar went through his side and was sticking out. And they had to like cut the rebar off at the base and then, uh, transport him with it in and then surgically remove it once he was at the hospital. But he was like awake and they just kept dosing him with, you know, pain kills, like morphine or something. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what they use for their, their pain, pain stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the painkillers <laughs> uh, but that yeah, and like I got to see we were there helping you know eventually, like the fire department came, and they were the ones that kind of did the that cut the metal off and all that shit,
1: oh, I was gonna okay, that makes sense.
0: you know it's you know it's crazy i I might have told this story on this podcast before, so I won't go too into detail on it, but when right when I had finished all my e m t certification. I was uh staying I w- I was living with my grandma at the time um way, yellow like, room. way f- yeah in a re- yellow room way far away from Los Angeles proper and so I had a friend of mine that lived in LA and like if we'd go out or do stuff I would just stay with him because my grandma truly lived 3 hours away from all that shit and so I was staying with my buddy and uh we were just watching a movie or something and had come in from like a night of going out and being kids or whatever And we heard this crazy loud collision, like just smash. He lived on Olympic Boulevard, which is a pretty busy, uh, main street in Los Angeles. And, uh, we went to the, it was probably two or three in the morning. We went and looked out his window. He's like on a second story or a third story and a Lincoln town car, brand new Lincoln town car had collided with a Mercedes Benz S class. So two giant four door sedans got in a horrible accident. There's nobody on the road, and the the um the fucking Mercedes is slowly eking along down the road and on fire, and the the Lincoln Town car had crashed into an apartment, and so we fucking ran down there and we're pulling our phones out to call nine one one, and the guy that was in the Lincoln Town car had pulled himself out of the car, and so I was just kind of talking to him and he was dazed but he was okay like there was you know I think he had a broken arm. And so I'm just kind of doing this like triage stuff that I learned, like, wow, well, I guess I can kind of apply this shit. So I'm talking to him and he was alert and oriented. He knew, you know, you ask him all this stuff. He knew the mechanism of injury, how he got hurt. He knew what had happened. His breath sounded okay.
1: Is that as- is that what you do? Like, say I I see you ask him like yeah, you questions have- and then.
0: Right. You have to ask them four questions. I don't remember exactly what the four are, but then you can tell like if, like if, you know, somebody that knows what they're doing comes up like, oh, he's alert and oriented times four. Um, and so, and you have to add, they can't be yes or no questions. You have to ask, you have to ask them like their name, where they are. Um, if they know what happened, like how they got hurt, that's the mechanism of injury and something else, yeah. but you got to be careful. Like, do you know where you are? Yes. Do you right. know what day it is? Yes, so you got, and you forget that shit, you know. And they're like, "I do," and you're like, "Wait a minute." Hold on. Yeah. So I was talking to him, and my friend said, "Hey, there's somebody still in this Mercedes, and there's just one guy in there, and it was driving like we couldn't get it to stop driving, and the door was all crumpled in." And so, uh, I was running alongside it and the guy was slumped over the steering wheel. Hold on. How uh,
1: fast is it going?
0: It's not going fast at all. Cause I was able to kind of jog slowly alongside it, like two, three miles an hour, just slowly okay. eating down the road okay. and like on fire and smoking. And so, um, I, uh, was trying to get the door open to see if I could get the guy out of there and the glass is all broken and shit. Couldn't, the door was crumpled shut. And so I was able to like, kind of like knock the rest of the glass out and then reach my hand and then turn the ignition off. But I had to force it off because it, the steering column was all fucked up. Cause the guy had smashed his face into the steering wheel. Oh. So I was able to get the car off. And then, um, I like the guy was slumped over the steering wheel and like, I lifted his head up. Like you can do this thing where you kind of puts move somebody's head up to protect yeah. it. If they're, you know, before you get them on a board to protect yeah. them, you, you do like the C spine mm-hmm. protocol. And so I lifted his head up, and then you do this blind sweep in their mouth to make sure that they're like haven't swallowed their tongue or anything. And I did that and all the guys' teeth fell out. His fucking teeth had fought, like smashed into the steering wheel. And so once and like he wasn't breathing right, which is why I lifted his head up. And so once I did that and then pushed like all his teeth out, I was able to get oxygen into him. And then I just had to stay there and hold him because uh you don't want to move him if there's a potential spinal injury. So I stayed while the car's on fire. Yeah, but the fire wasn't bad and it was kind of like already going out and there's not really a a risk for explosion Explosion. unless the car gets hot enough and then the fuel source gets hot enough. So like that metal has to burn like a long fucking time to get hot enough for that fuel source to then burn. And the fuel source is in the back of the car. And so it's just some like mechanical shit in the front that was like quietly kind of on fire. And so then the fire department finally came and they were able to like, some guy subbed in for me to hold the head and they had to use, use jaws of life to get him out. And like, uh, and that was the end of it. I don't know if the guy survived. Like I couldn't find out what happened or, you know, they eventually just took off. And that was like the end of it. And I was like, do you need me for questioning or anything? And they're like, no, <laughs> we just need to save this person. Sure. Yeah.
1: I did a sweep at the mouth. I yeah. got his teeth. <laughs>
0: he's alert and oriented time oh. like all right
1: time's four.
0: keep it down senor oh but, my uh,
1: gosh that's amazing singer
0: yeah it was really it was crazy i I mean i hope the guy's okay or you know i don't know what i don't know what happened to him and i would kind of like look in the newspaper or try to just kind of see i mean I, you know I, I think the internet wasn't as good back then or
1: yeah i don't know what this there was, 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 was in the 80s right
0: this is in 72 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking like... Did you ever see War Games with Matthew Broderick? No. Okay. It was like
1: <laughs> computer end.
0: stuff before that.
1: Okay, I get it.
0: Tony, uh, what about you? You had a couple of questions. What did you want to talk about?
1: Oh, mine are silly.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So let us let me ask you this. What's going on with you and exercise right now? How are things going? What are you doing? What are you up to?
1: Um. Well, Uh. so... Uh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Beginning of quarantine. Let me take you back. Beginning of quarantine was killing it. Uh, I was running. I hate running. I loathe running, but was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to run. This is maybe a time that you like checked in, uh, and doing stuff like that. What were we going to say?
0: No, I I think we had you on the show and I think you were doing good at that time. Like early quarantine, you're pretty motivated. I don't know if I remember you talking about jogging, though.
1: Yeah, was was jogging uh, for a bit, and and again, I I, I can't trust enough how much I, I hate it. Better now, but uh, anyways, so I stopped that. Our friend, friend of the podcast, Dave Tooney, uh, started a workout group, um, and we all signed up for the app Beach Body. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then like us and a few other friends would, we would get on, what is it called? Um, house Party, which is a type of like um, Zoom.
0: It's a party sort of, of a house. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, we would pandemic at House Party. It, it's like a Zoom or, or what have you, where you can like see people, a platform to see other people. <laughs>
0: People like probably know what it is at this idiot. point.
1: Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> I mean, I think you could be you can comfortably talk about you know how people are communicating now. I mean, we all.
1: I guess because you explained who Penn and Teller were, that I was like, "What? What level are we?" At? But <laughs> but all is fair. Um, and so at, uh, every morning we would we would uh, do um, Sean T uh, uh, his workouts that are on beach body. Awesome. Uh, um, and so it, uh, it's fun. I, yeah. so you would
0: pull, you'd pull up house party, which is the, um, the application on your computer to, you know, communicate with. And so everybody would kind of be on there. You would all check in and then you would do, each of you would use your phones and then do this workout and just kind of,
1: yeah, Shit. do this workout, put put it on TV or whatever you were doing, but we would go one, two, three, press play, and then we would all do oh, that's cool. the workout together. Yeah, it was very, very, very cool. It's still, we're still in a text thread together. People got a little busy, but only recently. I will say that we did probably like, I don't know what month we're in, but like probably seven months of like.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> right, isn't it? yeah um uh, a very like like i like worked around this schedule yeah <laughs> like, that's good that's what you gotta very, do it, it it yeah my big thing is um <laughs> accountability uh yeah. and so it was just like nice to have that night still do that i'm te- i'm i'm technically still a member of go tribe uh but i don't <laughs> Uh, but their videos don't really speak to me and yeah, it was up until I didn't know until Aaron said something that they were full blown breaking rules, but I, you know what? I don't know the full story, so I can't really, uh, speak on it. If they are, I think that's total, um, malarkey and would love to have a conversation about it, but I, I, I haven't been there I don't know. They have different tiers where it's like, oh, online or just the app. And and there was a learning curve of like, you have to have a Facebook account. I didn't have a Facebook, but you could do a live stream or like Zoom, but there was like different sort of things. So it, it just didn't really like uh, work for me, although I'm still <laughs>
0: paying for it. Smart.
1: Like, yeah, very, very
0: well, smart. Well, I... I think that can lead us into, you know, it's, it's with exercise and, you know, when circumstances change and all that shit, it's hard to maintain. And then, so you have to be honest with yourself about what you're going to show up for and what you're going to do. And if, you know, something that worked in the past, uh, in the new iteration or evolution isn't working, you got to fucking cut it and move on, you know? Um, you know, and, and I think like, you know, finding this thing with a group, you guys, you know, kind of. DIYed it. I mean, that's cool. It, you know, whatever you can do to kind of hack the accountability. I think that's why you know checking in is so important. So, you know, I had so, I was doing some shit at home that I just kind of like I, I didn't like, and so I would start to dread exercise in a way that I had that hadn't been happened like that for me in a while. You know, I hadn't been a dreader of exercise. It's certainly you know been in my past where I have, but this was you know it just felt I didn't like the vibe of it. And so I had to, um, I had to like, just fucking, you know, change some shit. And so it, a lot of that was like trial and error and just kind of find stuff that would work that I would be able to keep up with because, um, you know, I, it's like you can fall off and then you, you know, you had this thing that you like doing, you don't like it anymore. And then you just stop doing it and, and then you ultimately suffer at the end of it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's uh you're getting your <laughs> guns out or what's <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry. I, I folded my shirt sleeve up. Um, <laughs> I felt it I get, you remember what you remember. I was talking earlier about like landing a plane. I felt like uh, I was saying a lot to convey very little right there. And so I got nervous and then my arm felt hot. If that makes any sense
1: <laughs> i i generally hide self-view and i have uh, therapy on self-view and i noticed me like <laughs> just hiding or just like doing exactly what you did like in the middle of therapy and <laughs> i was like what am i <laughs> what, am, what am i doing oh you're
0: trying to dazzle your therapist with your arms
1: i mean I, honestly oh, but also on the horizon is a peloton you get one uh, it comes on, I believe the January 12th,
0: I love it, but I want to, uh, so this, this, uh, Beach Bodies app, describe that like a little bit,
1: describe that. All right. You know what? I'll not only describe it, I'll pull it up. So it basically, uh, I pay, I think for three months at a time, uh, and you can pull up. It's, it's just many different, um insanity so it's like many different uh types of uh, uh workouts um where it's like insanity insanity max there 's the p x ninety series on it oh, you, wow. you can look up different they also have a nutrition center i haven 't checked that out. Um, there's like different categories. Let's see, there's weight loss, strength and muscle, uh, lean sculpted cardio, low impact yoga. So basically it's a bunch of, I, I think one curated place of a bunch of different types of workout videos, uh, that you can pre and postnatal, uh, short workouts. Uh, so I, I think it's just like, things that have already been released in a different, uh, way and, and they've all curated it to this. I
0: love it. Yeah. They aggregate all that shit on there. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the, what's the charge?
1: Uh, let me go to that bottom line. I don't know. (laughs) And I don't know if I'll be able to find it in our uh, time span.
0: (laughs) Do you know roughly what it is? I mean, is it like 20 bucks a month, five bucks a month? Oh, or do you just buy like a year?
1: So I buy it in in th- in three months uh, at a time, and you know what? I'm gonna throw out a number: forty dollars.
0: Okay, so it's doable. Uh,
1: yeah. It, you know, well, it depends on what your your sort of like status is, but I but I I think so. Yeah. Uh, more on the more affordable range. To uh, again, depending on what you're what you're working with. Uh,
0: real quick, Music 86 I need a good nut-free snack to bring to work. Uh, <laughs> in parentheses, preschool teacher. Thanks, dumbbells.
1: Good oh, nut- that's fun. Okay. Uh, apples and almond butter. Um, <laughs> uh, a good nut-free snack. I'm assuming that's like healthy and high in protein. This is going to be boring. Uh, I do love celery and I'm uh, but I don't think that's like, Oh, cool. This snack really filled me up. Um, is, it, is popcorn a good snack or no? I've heard it's a good snack, but I'm like, I- is it?
0: Uh, well, I mean, again, so a lot of, um, antioxidants in popcorn. Um, oh. so that's good. Like polyphenols, a- antioxidants. So there's some good stuff in there. Good dietary fiber. Uh, and then relatively low calorie for its you know its bulk and mass um, low calorie and so it, f- checking off all those boxes it is but it's not you know it is a grain it is a carbohydrate and so you know just adjust your diet accordingly depending on how you're repping your macros it's not as it's not a zero food you know it does represent you know it, it does have a nutritional impact and so. You know, if you're if you're trying to monitor your carbohydrates or cut back on those a little bit, you know, just know that in regards to popcorn. But if you tolerate carbohydrates pretty well and you consistently represent them in your diet, I mean, I would take you know popcorn you make over potato chips for sure. At least you're getting something out of it, and uh, it can be it can be actually be nutritious.
1: Uh, quickly, thirty nine ninety nine for three months. Great. And I think they're probably running deals right now. I always get emails that are like,
0: "Yeah, so there's probably some kind of um, deal that you can kind of get. Maybe probably right around New Year's. I'm sure they're going to have some special deals. Yeah. And so ten bucks a month, and you're you're covered. Anything you want to do that that's ever been offered before online, they've got for you.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's about not bad.
0: That. <laughs> but you enjoyed it, right?
1: I did, but I think it's also because I had my like buddies there. Yeah. Um, that were like, you know, we have a little pre-talk, a little post-talk, although I will say Dave was always like, all right, got to go. And I was like, what do you got to do, buddy? Um, but yeah.
0: When Dave plays hard to get, you just want more Dave. It works.
1: I, I, here's the thing. I always want more Dave, but it's also like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Mysterious. <laughs> you don't
1: have to do anything.
0: Dave is such a funny guy. He'll, um, he, he's a very successful working actor. And often appears, rightfully so, on TV shows and commercials. And he's always like, he's always like, ah, uh, I hope this isn't the last one. You know, like <laughs> he's always got that energy. Or <laughs> he'll say, like, I'm glad I got this job, so my manager will stick with me. And I'm like, I think you've done pretty good for her. She's gonna, yeah, you're you know.
1: fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, I would want Can you I anything. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything I'm doing. Uh at this point, when it's like, man, if I, you know, when do you ever relax? I have no hope if Dave's not relaxed.
1: Oh, I love to uh relax and see an old building. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Toonie and Tinseltown. Toonie Tours, Tinseltown. Tours, that's right. Uh so okay, so yeah, we're talking snacks. We were talking snacks. Yeah.
1: Um okay, so I'm throwing out celery and popcorn, and I know celery's lame. Uh, I know apples are lame. I'm trying to think, I know a pint of blueberries is lame. I'm trying to think of, uh, those That's are the things lame. I like to snack on. Yeah, I fruit. know, but it's like, just get an apple. It's like a donut <laughs> or like, <laughs> isn't that a nice snack? it's like, well, I don't know.
0: my mom would tell me, um, I would tell her like, I want a snack. And she'd be like, okay, you can have some fruit. And I'd I like, know. Oh, I, I want something good like chips. I want something warm like chips.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I want that's 100%. That's was my thinking. And also my mom's answer. Okay. You can have a piece of fruit. No, give
0: me chips. Uh, Uh. uh, You don't understand me. You know how hungry I am. (laughs) Apple's not going to do it.
1: I'm not hungry anymore. Uh, What do you got
0: for snacks? I mean, you know, you could look into—I don't know if you're vegetarian, but some kind of jerky. Um, there's all kinds of healthy types of jerky now.
1: <laughs> with with the salt content, that's healthy. You think?
0: I mean, as a snack, I don't know if I would, you know, eat a brick of it. But if you're having like a, a reasonable snack, and if you're getting the good stuff, not like the uh, the weird gas station shit. Um, That's you know who know who knows how long it's been there. I read the, the
1: fifty-three back, years. I read the back of one of those and it said it read mechanically torn apart chicken. Oh, it's like oh my god! Oh
0: god! Definitely don't get that. <laughs> those poor chickens! Jesus Christ! Mechanically.
1: It's also like, do you? I mean, I'm glad they put it on there, but it's like, do you legally? Like, I just found it interesting.
0: Hopefully that isn't how the chicken's seen its end though. It's got they've got to euthanize it before and then mechanically it Oh tear yeah, I'm part. sure
1: they really take care of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh but I'm wondering if this person is angling for like nut-free protein bars or something. Uh, for some reason that's why it's really hard to find. You know, they're all cuz they're all in factories that share, you know. Yeah.
1: Share that a hard stuff. boiled egg is that I mean that's that's you're, great you're then that person, but yeah
0: yeah hard boiled hard boiled eggs a great call
1: are uh, there are there protein bars that you recommend or that are sponsors
0: uh yeah, um, we have these monk bars that are sponsoring the show, and they're good they're really good they're they're sweetened with monk fruit and some alyos so really low calorie and like pretty tasty they're kind of like. Kind bars, but less sugar. Oh, Do you remember Kind bars? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Monk bar. I'll send you some. They're good.
1: Send them they're all good. Over. Are they? Yeah. Are they like nut free? Would they be? Would they work?
0: No, they're they're chock full of nuts.
1: Chock full of nuts. Just the way full I like nuts. them. You
0: know, they're monk. They're called monk bars for chip chipmunks. um <laughs> There, I like these. uh I like these Urban remedy. This is this. Oh, this is sunflower seed. This may be good for you, dude. Um, check out Urban Remedy Sun Squares. They're so fucking good. You have to keep them refrigerated, though, so that may be a little bit of an issue. But Urban Remedy Sun Squares, you will fu- you will fucking want to karate kick something. They're so fucking good. Like, just a high And you, re- and you
1: recommend them.
0: Yeah, they're nice. fucking so good. Uh, Sun Squares, Urban Remedy, they have to be refrigerated um but You're i think if,
1: <laughs> we get it but, th-
0: but um i think if you, i think sunflower seeds are okay for nut allergies mm,
1: mm-hmm. sunflower
0: seed butter i think it's mm. okay and it's got and an it's interesting good. it's good it's got an interesting taste to it yeah
1: it's very creamy uh
0: great so tony peloton yeah i'm very excited for you i have one i use it all the time
1: uh-huh. I, hey, I will. I will say, listening to your guys' ep- episodes, I it, it made me curious, and then it, it happened. So we'll you're getting see. the bike
0: plus, the good one.
1: The yeah,
0: yeah. I mine is mine is the older model. Gross. Not the, you know, I literally bought it right when bike plus, right before bike plus came out. But um, whatever, I paid bike plus prices for it too.
1: Don't <laughs> know what that means. Is that a lot?
0: They just they they uh were a certain price. And then when bike plus came out, they stayed that price. And then the bike, the model that I have became less expensive. Mm. Oh so. yeah.
1: I've seen, I've seen those commercials. I also have a, a bike that I like riding around my neighborhood.
0: Oh yeah. That's fun. So that's yeah.
1: that. Yeah.
0: What do you do? Like, is it a mountain bike or a 10 speed or something?
1: It is
0: <laughs> a beach cruiser.
1: It is a, um, God, well, well, I can't think of the name. Gosh, it's a, I uh, it's a hybrid is what I was going to say between street and mountain. It was going to be ones where I was like, I live close to my job. I'm going to bike there and I'm going to be more of a biker. And I did that for a week and then was like, LA is so dangerous and it's super
0: dangerous. It's a lot of planning to do that.
1: And then you, sh- yeah. And then I show up sweaty as fuck. And <laughs> I'm just like, hi, I'm here to do the job or like an audition or like something. And it's like, what?
0: <laughs> I almost died and I'm sweating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Time to have a great day.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, one guy almost like hit me and he's like, sorry, I didn't see you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I okay. hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
0: Bye. makes me feel much better. Thought you were trying like,
1: to- yeah, it, it's just like, oh, you're you're just not taught to look for a cyclist. Like, and yeah. and it's just like as as good of an idea it is, it's it's just not it wasn't feasible. But I still have it and I like it and I like riding my bike.
0: I uh I remember uh Stone had a little friend and uh you know, I came over and they were riding their bikes together and this guy was real cute. And so he had this bike that was like a cool looking bike that was some kind of like, not a Power Ranger, but it was some kind of themed bike. And so I said, oh, hey, that's so cool, buddy. What kind of bike is that? And he said, it's a blue bike with two wheels. And I was <laughs> like, all right, man.
1: And was he right?
0: <laughs> he was 100% right. <laughs> nice. Uh, what I always think about that. A blue bike with two wheels. Uh, you got it, man. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, great! So you you're gonna dig Peloton. Do you have any questions about it?
1: No, I'm real excited. Uh, I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get I off off air. I'm gonna get your name. I'm gonna track you, uh, which I know is your nightmare. Uh, no, I'm excited to have my own take on the teachers. To uh, also see what it's like. Oh, I guess I do. So I feel like I have heard conflicting stories of is spin a legitimate and, and this is coming from somebody who used to teach spin. So I'm not hating. I'm I'm truly wondering, and and because you have one and other people have one, um, it, it to me gives it some credit and some merit. And I used to be a spin instructor, but is spinning a legit good cardio workout.
0: Well, I mean, cardio, it, you do get into like anaerobic territory uh when you're doing spin, especially like the interval stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as far as like high intensity interval training, yeah, great. And then you can you can do different zones, you know, like you can do there's different rides that will target different kind of heart rate zones and the bike is all interfaced to communicate with the heart rate monitor. So you can monitor your heart rate. So if you want to do a more kind of, you know, cardio light workout, you could. Uh, but as far as, you know, if you're in like a, a guided group class that has a lot of intervals in it and Hills, you're going to be doing a combination of aerobic and anaerobic and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've, I've felt, personally felt that I've got, I've been cu- anything I wanted to accomplish, um, cardiovascular wise I've been able to find there and really okay yeah
1: I yeah I feel like I I heard one person one time (laughs) say like uh, a trainer that they had was like hey uh, spin classes and spinning is kind of like bs
0: well you know you do you are not getting from a functional standpoint I mean you're passively stabilized you're on a bike so you're not holding yourself upright. So I would say, you know, the most functional exercise you could do would be, you know, jogging or, you know, anything you're doing to where you're up and on your feet and you're, you know, your entire body weight is having to be supported by your, you know, your own joints and limbs. So you, you, you take a little bit of a loss there because you're, you're stabilized on a bike, like you're on a bike. But that being said, you know, you, you, you are able to exercise more control over the intensity of what you're doing and can go harder and faster. So it's like, if you're, you know, you can close your eyes and pedal as hard as you can go. And you can't really do that if you're running necessarily, or it's harder. you, You could, but it's harder to do it in intervals. So it's like, okay, fucking run as hard as you can for 30 seconds. Now walk for a minute and a half now, hard as you can for 30 seconds. Now walk, you know, unless you're like in an open field somewhere or on a track, Tough to do if you're just jogging around town. So doing it, you know, on an upright bike, you can kind of, you know, you can finesse that more and, you know, hit these different peaks and valleys in this workout. Um, so I, I guess if that, if that's what they're arguing, you have to go hard enough and long enough and you know, you may not, you know, be able to soar to the same levels of a functional workout that you could if you were if you were standing upright. But and,
1: and when you say functional, you just mean an upright workout.
0: Yeah, I just mean you know do you know so functional would be like uh, you know doing walking lunges as opposed to seated leg extensions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Functional exercise is using your body as it's intended to be used. Yeah, so standing upright and you know moving as opposed to strapping yourself in and or like laying flat and bench pressing or something like that. Sure. You know, doing push-ups would be more functional. Nice. Noise raw. <laughs> I, so, you know, we talk a lot about Peloton and we, I totally get that it is extremely expensive and it's a crazy luxury to be able to have. 100%. That, that being said, we have touched a little bit on, you know, the availability of the app. They often have specials on their app, um, where you can get it for a couple of months for free and the app is not that expensive and there's a lot that you can do on the app. If you wanted to cycle, we've given you guys on the Peloton episode, some hacks to where you can buy a less expensive bike, and use the app and still kind of get it to, you know, be fairly immersive. Maybe not quite as much as if you had the actual Peloton bike, but friend of, uh, Tony and mine and the show, uh, Susie Barrett had listened to the Peloton app and, uh, texted me this. And she says, uh, hi, I'm listening to your Peloton apps with Ben Rogers right now. I'm loving Peloton, but I went a different route with it. I didn't buy the bike and I just do their regular app. It's only twelve ninety nine a month. And you get all their classes. I did it for yoga and strength training, but my favorite thing to use is the outdoor section. They have guided HIIT runs, HIT runs, that talk you through the intervals and coach you along the way. It's completely changed my exercise game. I'm using it to train for a virtual 5K right now. I've never been a runner in the past, partly because I found it boring. But having a coach in my ear and someone else DJing the music in time with the intervals is really helpful. Anyway, if any of your listeners can't afford the $2000 bike <laughs> and $40 a month for classes, which is what it costs when you oh, have the bike. Uh the know. $13 a month option has been amazing. Hope you're well. And we did we did address that a little bit on the show and she's like uh she said hey, and I just listened in, uh, to the app and realized you guys cover this. But I don't know if we covered it as specific she also says it also keeps a running tally of your stats for the run. So if you're looking at pace or distance or those other metrics, you can adjust your run as you go. And at the end, it records the run in the app for you with all the stats, as well as a map of the route. For $12.99 a month, it's the cheapest gym slash, slash coach money can buy. So.
1: Oh, that's great. I love yeah. that. I'll, I'll talk to Susie about that. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So you'll have that with your, you know, with your bike, You once you sign up for everything, you'll have that. But if, for people that don't want to buy the bike and just want to get the app, bunch of cool stuff in there to try. So, you know, you don't, you're not boxed completely out of Peloton if you can afford that, or even, you know, even if you can't afford the 12 watch for them to run the deal and then just try it for a couple of months. And I'm sure you can at least, you know, write down what you're doing and then just kind of take it with you when you're done. Yeah. You know, when the, when the trial is up. Does that make sense?
1: To me, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: God bless. What about? Did we cover the? Did we give this guy enough fucking snacks? I'm really stressed about this poor snack. No, I, teacher. I
1: think, I think so. I mean, also get back to him. So try, try, try them out. Um, was this the Madonna body one? What's that? What's his name? What's their name?
0: There was B Music '86.
1: Oh Jesus!
0: <laughs> Madonna body. <laughs>
1: I, never mind. Uh so yeah, have that have them that that's a good question though. Try them out see it. Come back.
0: What's your favorite um era of Madonna? Are you a Madonna fan?
1: Uh I, I like this is fun. <laughs> uh, I I do like Madonna. I like, I I don't listen to a lot of music. Listen, I know okay. that's that's. I feel like I get a lot of hate on that. I, music just isn't like I. I just don't know it. I don't listen to. I love podcasts. I love, uh, you know, uh, audiobooks. I Just don't listen. Absolutely, I used to uh, like drive in silence, and then somebody was like, "That's insane!" I was like, "Okay, I'll listen to a podcast." That's um, like Nick Weiger. Yeah, I one hundred percent love her. Could. Anyways, um, I like her stuff when she was, you know, being her doing her thing. I think like some at, at some point who is, I think I was talking to Mark Rennie and John Flynn about this on, uh, two old Queens, check out their podcast. Uh, but like at some point where she like reached where it's like, I feel like you're trying to do what's cool rather than like you were cool. Madonna do your yeah. thing and see what happens.
0: Instead of a trailblazer she was following, you know, just trying to keep up instead of
1: Yeah, yeah. But also like oh, Ashtanga yoga uh, that her arms and anyways, talk about an athlete. She,
0: she I'm a huge fan of hers. I uh, like uh, every different oh, iteration. Yeah, huge fan, every different iteration. Uh I'm with you on your assessment or observation, but there was um, she did this performance and had like a whole album around this song called hung up. And I'm trying to remember when it came out. I want to say like 2003 or something like that. The one
1: that's like hung up. I'm hung up on you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Time goes by so, so slowly.
1: slowly. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hung up. She did it on the European MTV awards. I think she debuted the song. Um, the European, like the European MTV video awards. Okay. Uh, hung up live. I want to find when it was Europe MTV. I'm looking it up right now as we speak, but I'll tell you guys, she, she does this performance. Uh, let's see EMAs. It's in 2005. Look it up. She's in, she's so fucking confident and in such good shape it's and like just watching her like at the height of her powers she's like 47 or something. I think when she did it and she comes out of like, there's like this disco ball and then the disco ball like spins around and then she jumps out of it with all these dancers. And like, I love like her whole look around that time. She's kind of doing this eighties feathered hair and she's wearing a lot of purple and like leotards and stuff. And it's the, the performances like sometimes if I'm like, um, on the bike or something and I need like a little motivation. Like I'll just watch that performance just to see like, like a pro being a pro where you're just like, yeah, that's how you, that's how you fucking be a superstar. Exactly like that.
1: Oh, that's rad. I love that. Oh, (laughs) I love when athletes have this like, what, what, what does like a stellar athlete look at to like, get, you know, like Olympians always have like, what are they listening to? What are they saying? I, I love knowing that yeah, information.
0: I love being called a stellar athlete. That was uh, exciting.
1: Oh, all right. Talk about football, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. You are a stellar athlete. Do you not think so?
0: Uh, no, I definitely do big time. More, <laughs> whatever's better than stellar is what I think I am for sure. Anybody that listens to the show, uh, spin So you were a spin instructor.
1: I was a spin instructor. I think I've talked about this briefly when I was like 21, 22, I used to teach hungover. Like I Well, hold,
0: hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I want to hear this. Cause I want to read something here. So Jen Wearing said,
1: okay,
0: I love the episode where you told your history of getting into training. Lots of laughs. You mentioned, uh, you have more tales from the gym. Can we have another? Yes. So,
1: Good question. So- I want that.
0: But I want your tale, time, um, and then I'll t- I'll tell one.
1: Okay. Um. So I used to be a spin instructor. I lived in a town called Auburn. Whoa! You just adjusted. Uh, And um. I would do shows with Betsy, good friend of the pod, great Betsy Sedaro, um, in Sacramento. Um. Uh, anyways. I would teach spin early in the morning like 6 in the morning, like sometimes 5 in the morning. Like Jesus, super, 5 is brutal. Absolutely, super uh early. So one time, not one time, a few times, uh I would show up, open the open the gym up, uh and I'd be hung over as the dickens i would still be buzzed uh because it's like whoa you know a a pretty high turnover rate between if you're like out drinking and then like have to uh go in and teach a class um and so and also like all my music was like i i would teach to a lot of like just super hot middle-aged mormons who like uh, uh my music wasn't necessarily hitting that range and and not to like <laughs> stereotype or put it uh but like i i would have these and also i didn't know how i'm i'm technically not savvy this was many years ago and so like i had like five cds maybe that i would put on rotation and also like people have a passion for it and are like hey this is the resistance. This is the hill. And I was like, I gotta get my money. (laughs) And like, (laughs) I'm like young enough to like, still be able to like do this. And I distinctly remember one time, probably still reeking of booze, uh, was teaching a class and was like, oh shit, I'm going to puke. And so it was like, all right, we got a hill turn it up, You turn it at like half. Like also your knob was like a quarter of the way, halfway, you, you know, like halfway, yeah. turn it up, big hill out of the saddle. I'll be right back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you left him on a hill,
1: left him on a hill, went to the bathroom, puked my oh, little brains gosh. out, came back and was like, all right, I got wipes for the bike. As though I was like, Doing something that, right. like, right, yeah, 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 this is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this is, is all why part of the I performance, left. folks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is all, uh, and then we did, uh, uh and then was like, got back in the saddle, uh, uh, ended it, was doing stretching, and was like, uh, all right, I'm gonna go get some wipes. And they're like, oh, you got wipes, and I was like, all right, and just left. <laughs> <laughs> Down. jesus christ came back and was like oh that's what you were saying all right we're good to go like uh yeah that was me as. Yes. and also if anybody showed up five minutes late i was already out of there <laughs> <laughs> like, like where are you i'd be like nobody was there <laughs> oh god
0: class is canceled I do love like the one lie you had kind of worked so you just go with that like more wipes let's go get more wipes. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 would be an example of like what did these Mormons want to hear music-wise and what were you playing?
1: So I was playing uh and again I I I don't want to like classify your stereotype. I was playing like Blink-182 and Foo Fighters oh, and okay. like um maybe some Bowie and like stuff like that and I think like other some BC boys some other run DMC so so some typical ones of like other classes would be like um it's like that's like you're beautiful you're beautiful
0: James something or other yeah Yeah,
1: and and (laughs) and some sort of like uh in that sort of like (laughs) that song
0: fucking sucks (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm sure that guy is talented as hell, but I mean, Jesus Christ, I might never have to. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it it was definitely just a a divide of uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, you know, you're like conservative parents, like conservative young parents, you know, yeah. that kind of.
1: And also, I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like if we're if we're just cutting to the chase here. Uh,
0: I just remember like uh parents like would listen to the supernatural Santana album, you know, like
1: (laughs) yes. One of the other instructors had a whole Santana ride that, that people went gaga for. She,
0: I love like early Santana It's cool. But that like that supernatural album is, is core. I mean, it's, it's just cause they played it so much. 100%.
1: It was like played out. And I mean, absolutely. Santana's so talented, but it was just very funny the difference.
0: Give me your heart, make it real. Or Or else forget about it. (laughs) Forget about it. Jesus Christ.
1: Have I been to a Matchbox 20 concert with my dad? Absolutely.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, You got to. You got to. Uh, Gym tail, well, music, I, I might've told you this story before, Tony, I might've told it on the show before, but I'll tell it again just cause it's music related. So, uh, where I last left, where I last left the listeners, I was working at 20 or not 24 hours. I was working at sports club LA before it became Equinox.
1: Hard to get into.
0: Hard to get into very luxurious gym. And I would close down a lot at night. Like I would just take all the fucking dog shit shifts because I wanted money. And I would just work. And so you, as a trainer, they would, you would have program director shifts is what they called it. So you would wear slightly different uniform, but you were still known as a trainer and you would go and kind of rack weights and talk to people and try to get pointers. And then hopefully, you know, drum up business that way. See if you can get people that would want to train with you. But in the meantime, you're kind of wiping stuff down and doing a little, you know, maintenance on the equipment and stuff. And so I would do these late night program director shifts and two things jump out to me about that. One, there was a guy who introduced himself to me that had Tourette syndrome, and he said, "Look, I have Tourette's, and I'm, I make noise, and I'm, I apologize, and I try to just come in at night so I'm not bugging anybody. Uh, and so if you hear anything, it's me, and apologies in advance." And I was like, "Yeah, t- great, totally fine, of course." <laughs> and, and then like I'd be working out, and he would do stuff like, "Hey, hey, come here, hey, hello, no. come here, woo, woo." yes, you, you, like that level of shit. And like, I knew it was the guy, but I always would have to check because it was so hard just to like continue on doing what you're doing and have, it it seemed like somebody was trying to get my attention all all the time. And the guy couldn't have been more nice. He knew what he was up against and he warned me, but it was just like constant, like so for like an hour and a half while this guy was doing cardio, like I would just have like this crazy, like anxiety, like I was just, leaving somebody to wait it's just like look i'm gonna scream for help don't help me (laughs) yeah uh, i know because i didn't want to make him uncomfortable but i would have to like every 20 minutes like just check like does somebody really need me am i i feel like i'm ignoring something but i didn't want him to like because i'm sure the last thing that wants this guy wants is me fucking gawking over him while he's trying to fucking work out (sighs) and so that was like this crazy surreal moment where it'd be like 11 o'clock and i'd be like what am what am i doing here and then there was this girl who used to work out there at night and she was so gorgeous. Oh. You guys can look her up. She had some weird, bad press recently because of um, like a connection to Donald Trump or something. But at the time there wasn't, we didn't know any of that. She was playmate of the year. Her name was Karen McDougal. I think she dated Bruce Willis for a while or something. And at that time, I don't know how she looks now, but she was crazy gore, where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like you couldn't believe it. You couldn't believe how gorgeous she was.
1: I'm so sorry. Was this in the Valley?
0: No, this was in um, like uh, West LA. Okay.
1: Okay. Please
0: continue. So like on Sepulveda Boulevard in West Los Angeles, Mm the gym's still there. It's now Equinox. It's huge. It's a huge facility. It's a super nice gym. Um, This was the one that like, I I told it on this episode, but it like, you know, valet parking and like really fancy before there was an Equinox. So it was this kind of like, what even what is this gym uh what even is this gym and so this wow. girl would work out there karen mcdougall and so i would see her and there the gym would be almost empty i'm sure she would just pick that time of night so this fucking weirdos would just leave her alone and uh super hot i always wanted to talk to her and i was like man i you know obviously i'm never going to date this girl but like if i could do you know i'm i work here i am an employee so there's a little bit of uh it's le- it's not There's like I'm a little str- in. Yeah. Yeah. Not some stranger like,
1: Hey, how are you, Karen? Yeah. Do you, I see your, I'm so sorry. Please go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Please ask.
1: Do you have a ponytail still?
0: Don't, I have short hair at the time. okay I, I had a ponytail, I cut it and then it grew back into a ponytail while I was there. Okay. But this is, this was short hair at the time. Okay. And so, uh, you know, I'm trying to find my in, You know, obviously my, my best angle is trying to do something funny, making a joke or something. That's not your best angle. And, so, uh, I'm always, you know, and I don't want to interrupt her workout. So it can't be like annoying. It's just gotta be, you know, I'm by her doing stuff. It's gotta be something quick, just like a smile, you know? And then like, you know, Hey, maybe the next night, another smile. And then, you know, conversation later on, leave
1: her wanting more,
0: leave her wanting more. Yeah. So she's like uh working out and I'm doing stuff and it was just this satellite music that would pipe through the gym and, uh, she's doing some, some good exercise, like hard workout. And, uh, the Neil Young song, old man is playing old man. Look at my life. I'm a lot like you were, you know, like that song yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just sounded so funny to me. And so, uh, um, I, uh, I'm like right by her and the songs play old oh, man, look at my, and just like real quickly, I say like, uh, the music's pretty inspirational tonight. And, uh, and then she, uh, is kind of like can see me in the mirror that I said something and then like looks toward me. And I kind of realized at that moment that she's in the middle of her exercise and has earphones in like with like dump, like holding dumbbells. And so she's like, what? And I was like, Oh, the, the the music's pretty inspirational tonight, you know? And she's like, What? And I was like, Never mind, never mind. And then she's like, No, 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 no. And then like sets the weights down, oh, pulls no. her earphones out. It's like, What did you say? Like, I'm sure she thought I was like warning her of something or like you have a phone call. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to make some stupid fucking joke. And then I said, Oh, Uh, and like at that point, I think the song was over or had changed, you know, either way she did she had her music in her fucking ears. So she didn't have, you know, the 10 minutes of, you know, old man by Neil Young going to like make the joke really sing. So she was like, uh, so I repeated the joke and she was like, oh yeah. Okay. And then just puts her earphones back in and goes back to work.
1: Comedy is timing (laughs) and boy, howdy. (laughs) Did she nail it?
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Like putting the weights down. Hold on one second. Let me put these down. Pull my earphones out. Sorry. What was your quick joke? The joke was a four or a five, you know? If you just heard it in passing, you'd smile, you know? But to, you know, to do a big, you know, to drop your earphones, to set your weights down, to stop your workout.
1: Can I do a pitch? Yeah. She 100% heard you (laughs) (laughs) and made you just fucking squirm? Absolutely. I feel like I'm 100%. Done that. Okay, great. Here we go. What's up?
0: I mean, the the point in time that I said it and just how fucking mellow the song seemed. It was quite funny. Uh,
1: oh, um, absolutely. And I I've,
0: I've since thought about it and put the song on and listened to it and I'm like, this is fucking funny. Like this is I'm not wrong. I just should have been. I was just so excited. I was just so excited. I didn't, you know, I didn't fucking do my due diligence. I didn't <laughs> survey the scene. I didn't, you know, look for headphones. I uh, you know, fucking a. What are you gonna do?
1: I have since <laughs> thought about this.
0: It's. I mean, it's um, it weighs heavy on my mind. I've probably told that fucking story on this show before. So it's it's uh, your
1: reel of embarrassment. I get it. it it's yeah. that thing right before you go to sleep that you're like, how can I fucking injure my psyche <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's think about all the fucking
0: if i took a lot of swings i probably wouldn't it wouldn't be that much of a factor It'd be like oh, one of my many embarrassing things but i'm pretty careful and especially like if i you know I if i'm really gonna go for it and i think this is gonna work and like i've been i haven't done anything for months you know and i'm just kind of been evaluated for months and months it does uh you know I was really set up to fail there and fail I did.
1: Oh. I love that.
0: Tony this has been a real treat. Um Can I do my I'm quick se-
1: fire?
0: Yeah, quick fire, oh, let's I'll go. Quick wait, wait. We real quick, let's do a countdown to theme it for New Year's. Oh, okay. And then we'll do your quick fire. Okay everybody get your champagne ready. Ten, 10 9, nine
1: 8, eight. Seven, seven six, six five, five, five four, four
0: three, three two, two one happy, happy new year i think i don't know i i wasn't sure and like five made the most sense because 10 we were we were doing it for a long time but um but it felt good. Happy New Year, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> nobody I'd rather bring in the New Year with.
1: Woo! Not my family.
0: <laughs> <Nah. laughs>
1: no. Not my I'm over them. lovely wife, Nancy. Uh, I'm over wife. them. Spent a
0: lot of time with them. A lot of time with
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Oh, okay, here we go. This will be very quick. Uh, uh, answer any way you want. What is the unhealthiest thing that you do? rapid fire,
0: rapid fire. Unhealthiest thing that I do. Um, you know, probably too much time on my phone, you know, just fo- looking at screen, phone screen.
1: Mm, interesting. Whoa. Like where, what are you cruising? Instagram?
0: Instagram. Yeah. Oh, just like, w- w- like mindless Instagram stuff. we in tw- Twitter, you know, kind of mostly Instagram, just, just fucking lurking in Instagram. I don't really, I'm not really active on there. I just look at stuff.
1: Same. Yeah. I'm a warrior. Uh, what do
0: you do to relax? Uh, sauna, uh, like sauna, like reading. I love reading, uh, book, audio. I'm like you too. Tons of podcasts, tons of audio books yeah. and, and then just reading. I usually am doing an audio book and a book I'm reading and 10 podcasts.
1: Nice. What are some of your top podcasts?
0: Uh, I like the daily. Uh-huh. Do you do that one? Yeah. Yeah, the daily. I love Doughboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anything those guys are doing. Um, I like uh, Director's Cut. Like this DGA podcast. Yeah, okay. they have, like they have like really good stuff on there. Right. And then uh, what else did I go through? I went through something recently. Come back, circle back on that one.
1: Okay, great. Uh, do you have any fitness goals right now? Like a PR or a certain something.
0: Yeah. Fitness goals. No, no. I mean, I, it's always just to get like a little leaner, nothing, nothing, nothing too exciting there because you know, so much of what I've been doing is just trying to get back to where I like it.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: You know, that's, so that's been like, my goal is like, you know, being consistent and making sure I'm enjoying it.
1: Yeah. Uh, quarantine, uh, less horny or more.
0: (laughs) Uh, wow. T- I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, man, maybe more. Same. What about you?
1: Same. 100% same. same.
0: But, but weird, you know, it's like, it's weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's weird.
0: <laughs> I don't, it's not, it's like, it's maybe not healthy, horny. <laughs> <laughs> more like deviant, horny, you know, like detrimental stuff. <laughs> <laughs> i'm
1: just (laughs) uh specific holiday treat you like
0: specific holiday treat i mean fucking christmas cookies you know like a
1: like a straight up sugar cookie with frosting yeah 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 that
0: or like sprinkles i like that kind of i mean i really only have them around christmas time and when they're done right those are fucking good as hell man
1: Amen. I absolutely love them. People are always like, these are for decoration. I'm like, no, they're like legit. They're <laughs> legit good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm with you.
1: Um, okay. And that's all I have. I have a little bit on sauna time, but that's not like a rapid fire and uh, a thing for another time. But I saw pictures of it and it looks beautiful.
0: Sauna is up and going. We got the heater sorted out. We had, um, you know, had to get another, I had to get a whole another heater in it. The other one wasn't heating it the way I liked. And so this one now exactly. we're going... 200 degrees plus. Oh, man. It's cooking in there. It's great. It's great. I love it. All cedar, all aromatic cedar, so it smells great in there. You smell like the cedar when you get out of there. Oh,
1: that's nice. That's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And so, yeah, I've been doing that every day, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day. And uh, loving it, liking it, loving it. I'm going to do a couple episodes about it um, where we can go, like, we'll screw down on all the specifics. I'll tell... Any, anybody has any questions about it, write them in. I'll tell you anything you want to know about mine and my experience, um, just because it was like years in the making.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm, exci- yeah. I'm excited to, to hear about that. Has Nancy been able to enjoy it? Uh, she,
0: I think she will, she hasn't done it yet. Um, but I think she's, she will, you know, it just takes her long. I don't think she fully understood why we were doing it.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, no, (laughs) it's a thing.
0: It is a weird fucking thing. She's like, what is this? Why are we doing this? (laughs) What other house things could we be doing right now? (laughs) Um, I felt like, I felt like, you know, Jack and the magic beanstalk. No, you're like, if I have a sauna here, then I'll save money from going to the gym. It's actually we're gonna make money off of this somehow.
1: It is uh, super hot outside, but that's not a Santa. Yeah, yeah. I could sit so like, in my car, but that's not a Santa. <laughs> yeah,
0: so like we do live in Studio City. Like, what are you, you could probably just put an empty barrel out there and get the same with it. <laughs> no, it's different. Um, so yeah, I mean that you know, but I I mean, a man, I I love it. I couldn't be more thrilled with it. Oh, good. Uh, and once once all this craziness is over you got to come check it out try it out use it how many people can fit in there it's pretty fucking it's surprisingly spacious it's it's seven by six um it's supposed to fit eight people you could but you'd be comfortable with each other yeah I I think you know four people no problem yeah yeah I mean I can like I can stretch out and lay flat on one of the bench on the bench in there there's two bench on either side and I'm eight feet tall (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you ever eaten yeah. there
0: have to eat, I, definitely no appetite when you're in there it's so fucking hot the other like i was used to this other heater that wasn't working the right way for me and so i had it cranked all the way up when i got the new heater just to kind of get it to temperature and it got over 250 degrees and like i i i wasn't in there like i just walked in there to kind of start and i was like <laughs> <laughs> like i felt like my eyelashes were gonna catch on fire <laughs> Like oh I couldn't gosh. even fucking breathe. I was like, oh, oh. like I just had to like leave the door open. I mean, that's like temperature you fucking cook food in. You
1: know? I know. I'm worried that I, I didn't. Will I
0: happen. didn't. Yeah. I, ca- I, I aired it out a little bit and then got it to the right temperature. I've, I'm, I've, I've figured it out now. I won't hurt myself. I won't cook my innards. <laughs>
1: okay, great. <laughs> well, I look forward well, uh, to those episodes.
0: Yeah. What uh real quick, your podcast listening's.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, what a dream. I dream of people asking me. I've been trying to phase out um, Dateline, but I will listen to the Datelines. Uh, awards uh, Chatter. Uh, awards Chatter. Yeah. Uh, 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 let's see. Pod uh, Save uh, America. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Everything Iconic. Um, mm. Let's see sunday sit down uh sometimes why won't you date me it's been a minute uh let's see reply all um Doughboys. i haven't uh, tuned into Doughboys in a while uh sibling rivalry uh dumbbells um <laughs> let's see yeah those are some like fun ones
0: here so i love it good calls here, if you guys are into kind of show busy or old show busy stuff um, I I am for sure uh, there's a there's a podcast called the Plot Thickens, um, and it's all about uh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Ben uh, Makowitz hosts it and does a good job not annoying and Peter Bogdanovich he directed Last Picture show and uh, you know uh pa- Paper moon. Um, along came Dolly, uh, like a bunch of like, you know, just a bunch of like these iconic movies. And he's like a real character. He would play the therapist and um the soprano. Not the therapist, but the therapist of the therapist in the sopranos. Oh. Lorraine Braco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lorraine Bracco's therapist. Uh and so he's like he's a real character. He's a great raconteur and storyteller. Um he interviewed tons of great people, Orson Wells. So it's got like his interviews his insight on things. He was a movie critic and wrote, you know, books on movies. And, you know, he has like a a little bit of a tragic end in Hollywood and the fact that he just stopped making movies and can't really get any movies made. Uh, but the podcast is really interesting. He's very interesting. And um he at the height of his success had a wife named Polly Platt. And Polly Platt was this incredible um they they came up together they were in it before he got famous and all, and through part of his, uh, fame, he ultimately left her for Sybil Shepard, who he met on the set of, um, uh, last picture show. And she never really got over it because they were such a great team. And she was like a, like, like the set designer and all this shit for his movies. But some would argue that she was much more integral than that. And that once they officially separated and she was no longer working with them, his movies were never as good. And it's kind of the truth. And, uh, so she never really got the credit that she deserves on those movies or she never really even tried for it. That being said, uh, a lot of people on the inside know about her and there's a whole series of episodes on the, you must remember this podcast. You ever listen to that? Yeah. So they do a bunch of good old Hollywood stuff. Karina Longworth is the host. She's great. She's got a great voice. So she does a six-parter on Polly Platt. And she, even after Bogdanovich went on and had all kinds of success and put her hands in all all these amazing projects that we all know and love, and you may not know her level of involvement with them, but it's worth listening to. So I think those two together are a great tandem piece. Like listen to the Bogdanovich one, and then you get the other side of the story for Polly Platt. And you'll really like love and respect her after hearing the, you must remember this.
1: Or, okay. So must remember this. And, and that went back to back. I haven't, I, I will do that. This is exciting. I love a good record. Yeah.
0: You'll love it. And like, you'll recognize the movies that they're talking about. And, um, they're, you know, they're great. And in Bogdanovich, while, uh, you know, he is like a, maybe like a, a narcissist and like a blowhard, he still is compelling. Like he's, he does tell great stories. Like, I'd love it if he had a podcast, he speaks on it, and Polly Platt does it on hers because she's dead now, unfortunately. But they have Maggie Siff read from her uh, journals and stuff, Ooh. and so it's it's really I great. Always, it's great.
1: I love that, but I'm always weirded out when it's like they're dead. will read from their journals now. It's it's, it's not it, as it, insidious as that at all, but I it just feels do feel- like oh.
0: I'm with you. It is, it is a little ghosty, but you do feel better because I think it was for a autobiography that she never finished. Oh, okay. So yeah. this was, this was, she, you could tell she wrote this for public consumption.
1: Mm, okay.
0: You know what I mean? Like she's writing this to do like to tell her story and she just ultimately never published it. And so her daughters kind of put it out there and, you know, uh, Maggie's just a great actress. So it's, it's good. Nice. I, I highly recommend them both. Nice. We did it uh, happy New Year Tony do you have anything you'd like to promote plug promote yourself
1: uh, no be be kind to yourself and check out some of those uh, podcasts
0: yeah check out Tony on uh, Twitter Instagram <laughs> Facebook check Tony out checking you out on Instagram uh, not posting you post a little bit you're you're but your political kind of helpful. Uh, socially conscious posts.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> you do. Uh, if you guys have a question for the dumbbells, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail dot com. Well, anything long form there, you want to really get deep, you want to come off like a fucking Joyce novel and just really just be verbose, like your fucking pen without his voice lost. <laughs> Uh, get us at ask the gmail, ask the dumbbells at gmail or ask the gmail. <laughs> um, if you have a social media length question, you can reach us on any of those platforms. We are at the dumbbells on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. I think I'll maybe post again for questions that worked pretty well. We got a lot of good stuff. Thank you to all you posters out there. We love the questions. couldn't get to all of them. You should um, do a New but-
1: year's resolution thing. Sorry, I know you're wrapping up, but i'm I'm uh, so curious about that.
0: For what? For people's resolutions?
1: People's resolutions, your resolutions, and also like setting them now and then checking in at the end of next year, seeing what happens. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. That's a good call.
1: I have to to be a part of it.
0: All right. You're a part of it. Do you have a resolution right now or do you have to think about it? It's my
1: same resolution. I want a six pack. (laughs) (laughs) I want it every year. I, I want it. But this is going to be the year I'm going to, I'm going to fucking get it.
0: You'll get it. It's all, it's a diet. It's all diet.
1: I know. I know. Cause you're,
0: you work out hard. So that's, you've got that covered. Uh, it's just it,
1: 100%. Making,
0: yeah. Making those adjustments in the kitchen. What about you? You know, I talked about it a little bit on the last episode. It's sleep. I, I need to kind of, you know what? We'll, we'll throw phone into that. I got, um, I got a recommendation for, uh, a book that's supposed to help with like kind of phone using your phone too much. And so I'm going to, I'm going to get into that book and, and just follow it to a T and see what happens. Okay. Do you want to hear the name of the book? Sure. I got to, I got to look it up here. It's, uh, yeah. So I've kind of been circling this phone stuff for a while and, um, I have no choice, but to, you know. But to make it a really, it's, it's do that
1: it. much of a problem for you.
0: I don't know if it's that much of a problem. It just bothers me that I'm wasting that much time on it. Mm. And I'm I'm still able to function and have a normal life and be a present dad and husband and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm accomplishing everything I want to accomplish. But, you know, just to spend like an hour a day just fucking milling around on there just f- feels crazy what's, to me. It's what's like,
1: your phone time at?
0: I don't know. How do I check it?
1: Let's see. We'll first look up that and then I'll see if I can check it. So if you go into, if you go into settings, if you, I'm talking about, yeah. if you have an iPhone, you scroll, you scroll down on settings and mine just says screen time and you press that.
0: Okay. This real quick. This is the book. It's recommended to me by Nick Weiger, friend of the show, Nick Weiger, Catherine price, how to break up with your phone, the 30 day plan to take back your life.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
0: Okay. And let's see what my screen time is. Uh oh! I don't have it turned on. Oh, yeah. So my daily average is zero minutes. I just turned it on.
1: Oh, then you killed it. Okay, turn that bad boy on. Check on check on it. See where you're at. See after the book where you are.
0: How's yours?
1: Mine is. All right. Let's do it. Okay. You know, I put I, I put you to the screws, and then you know, um, it says daily average guess. Oh, my gosh. Guess daily average.
0: An hour and a half. <laughs> is that a lot? I don't know.
1: Well, we'll see. Four hours, 15 minutes.
0: Four hours. Daily see,
1: average. That's. But I also listen to podcasts. So is that like, does that count?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what constitutes their their metric on that. I mean, you know, there's times though where I'm like, I'm doing other stuff and I'll just keep refreshing, you know, like I'll be in the kitchen and I'm not looking at it all the time. Yeah. But even that's like too, what am I doing? Yeah. Put it away. Put it away. Put it away. Put it away. So so I'm going to try this Catherine Price book. It, It worked. Uh, Weiger did it and he, uh, he committed to it and he said it like it, it drastically dropped his screen time down and he gave me kind of like the, the, the broad strokes of it. But, um, I want, and he's like, you can basically reduce it to this, but I want to just do the whole thing. Like, I just want to read the book and do exactly what she says. Ooh. I feel like I need to do that, have the whole production to get the most out of it.
1: I love it. You're, you're also an all in or, I don't know. <laughs> I just said that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I can't, I, I, I feel like if I go half in, it won't work, you know? Yeah. Or, I, don't, I don't know.
1: Stellar athlete right there
0: hey whatever's more than stellar that's what I think I am <laughs> uh, good for you Tony this couldn't have been more of a treat uh you're a wonderful person a scholar and uh, a true friend and it was great to catch up
1: ah oh, stinger I absolutely love you it was, uh, <laughs> it was great to see you and yes uh and the dumbbells is great and I miss Eugene and uh, yeah great time thank you for having
0: me he'll be back we'll get you back when huge is on and we can all hang out together
1: absolutely
0: love it okay guys thank you so much for listening uh on behalf of myself my wonderful co-host today tony charlene eugene cordero wherever he is aaron mcgown wherever she is we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening oh also all the wonderful folks that posted questions to our instagram we love the questions sorry we couldn't answer them all Maybe next episode I'll 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 do the runoff. Uh, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty,
1: eat clean,
0: and live in between.
1: Woo! Happy New Year!
0: Happy New Year!